You're listening to the Farm Diva Student Pharmacist Edition, and this is episode one. I'm Jamerica, the Farm Diva, and today I'll be telling you about my very first time behind the counter of a pharmacy, that is. So sit back, relax, and let the Farm Diva fill the script. What's up, y'all? It's the Farm Diva, and I'm about to tell you about my very first time behind the counter of a pharmacy. Now, I know you're wondering, like, girl, you are in pharmacy school. How is this your first time behind the counter of a pharmacy? That's just the way the cookies crumble. I didn't have any technician experience prior to going to school, and now I'm in a service learning course. So we got sent to different sites to learn about, you know, what goes on at these different types of pharmacies. And my very first site was an independent community pharmacy. Now, for my non-pharmacy listeners, an independent community pharmacy is not like, you know, Walgreens or your typical pharmacy that you may always see on the corner. This is a pharmacy that's independently owned and operated by someone that's probably inside the building, i.e. the pharmacist. So I went to an independent community pharmacy in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Now, prior to me going... I emailed the pharmacist two weeks before I was supposed to arrive. No response. Okay. A week before I'm supposed to go, I call him. And, of course, I get an answer because the pharmacy is going to answer the phone. But it wasn't even him then. It was one of the P3 students at the same school I attend. And she was like, hey, um, he's busy right now. But I get your name and your number. So I give him my name and my number. He still didn't call me. But it wasn't a big deal. Um, I get there probably 15 minutes before I'm supposed to go in because I'm so, so nervous. I'm sitting outside. I didn't even eat lunch. And I just gather the courage to get out and go inside the pharmacy. Now, the first person I see is him, of course. And he's like, hey, Jamerica, yeah, look, I'm sorry I didn't give you a call. But, you know, and he scumbles through this stack of papers he has beside his computer. And is like, but I did write your name down. I was. I just didn't get to it. So that did kind of make me feel better. It was like, okay, you didn't call me, but you were thinking about me. So after he introduced me to the staff and the different technicians and the P3s that were there, he took me on a tour of the building. Now, this pharmacy was newly open. It had been open probably about three months at the time of my visit. And it was an old bank. So imagine what your bank looks like and then put some pills in it. It's literally the same. So after he shared to me that, you know, hey, I'm a new business owner. I've been open only three months. I then talked to him about, like, hey, that's always been my dream. Back in my hometown, a bank closed, and it's directly across the street from the hospital. And I was like, I know I can open me a pharmacy and put it there. Like, that's going to be the perfect spot. You leave the hospital, come directly across the street, and I'll be there to fill your prescriptions. But now an urgent care has bought the spot. So maybe I'll find me another vacant bank that I can use and eventually turn into a community pharmacy. So he was like, wow, you know, I like that you're trying to be, you know, a business owner. Here are a few of my connects and mentors that helped me through my process. So I thought that was nice of him to share that. Now, as far as the workload at this particular pharmacy, it was slow. And mind you, I expected that because, like I said, he's been only open three months. But 
he received a lot of transfers while I was there. Now, for my non-pharmacy listeners, what transfers are, are people who are transferring their prescriptions from where they usually pick them up at another pharmacy like CVS or Walmart, and now transferring them to his independent pharmacy. And what that just exemplifies to me is that some people truly just value a relationship of having a pharmacist who knows your name and what you're dealing with. So I just thought that was really, really cool. But all in all, I did enjoy my experience there, and I just can't wait to visit again. I would definitely consider using him as a site for one of my appy rotations. Hey, y'all, it's time for a quick break. But today's episode is sponsored by D's Mobile Detailing, where we come to you. You're guaranteed to beat the prices and get your car squeaky clean by booking today at 601-529-0519. Now, my second site was at a chain community pharmacy. Now, chain community pharmacies are your CVSs, your Walgreens, your Walmart, all those good things. Now, when I pulled up to this pharmacy... I was scared. I was so scared. And this is really because I hadn't heard good news about how these corporations treat their pharmacists. So I was scared to go. And my initial thoughts when I was driving there was to a conversation I had with a pharmacist who works at a chain community pharmacy in Allen, Texas. And this lady happened to be one of my uncle's neighbors. And so he was like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to my neighbor. She's a pharmacist. I know you're getting ready to go to pharmacy school chatted up with her so I go talk to the lady and she's just like oh so you want to go to pharmacy school well let me tell you I hate my job I really don't like I just hate everything about it I really should I wanted to go to middle school but it didn't work out and I hate my job and so all I could think was that all pharmacists who work in chain community pharmacies have this attitude that she had and I just didn't want to deal with that But so we get there and luckily one of my classmates actually was going to the same site with me as well. So I did have a familiar face to look at. So we get there. We arrived probably like two o'clock because that pharmacy goes on a lunch break in the middle of the day. So immediately, probably at 2.30 on the dot, she lets us in. Doesn't say anything to us. We're just standing there for about a good five minutes. Five minutes standing awkwardly in silence is feels like forever. So we're standing there just looking at each other. I eventually start walking around the pharmacy because if you're not going to show me around, I guess I can do it myself. It wasn't much to show either. It was still a small space similar to what was the independent pharmacy was like. So maybe after five minutes, she handed us a waiver. It was like, sign this. I was like, okay, is this what it feels like to go to one of Beyonce parties? Like, you got to sign an NDA, but, you know. So we signed the waiver. And then she gives us this package insert. And it's like, read this package insert. Um, this is about a new drug that they're giving people who have COVID. Y'all going to have to cancel somebody on a drug. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Like, first off, this is a COVID patient. I don't want to cancel a COVID patient. But then they haven't realized, like, Jamaica, you're signing up to be in the health profession. You're going to encounter sick people so you can't not counsel this patient on this new medication just because you don't want to come in contact with COVID so that happened 
And then um, after that, she just basically had us do a few little assignments, introduced us to the technician, showed us their roles and things. But what stood out to me about this particular site was how the pharmacist was dressed. Now, typically, back in the day, your pharmacists, they are... You know, traditionally wearing, you know, business professional attire. The guys are wearing ties. Ladies may have on, you know, pair of slacks and, you know, business dress. And some are even now wearing scrubs. Unless you go to my school of pharmacy. That doesn't allow scrubs. But that's not there. So, this particular pharmacist had on, like, some Doc Martin boots, an oversized button-up shirt with, like, some tights, a skirt. I mean, she was dressed. She was fashionable. It was a nice little fit. But I didn't think, if if you, if I just didn't have common sense, I wouldn't have thought she was a pharmacist simply just on how she dressed. I would have thought she was a 17-year-old going to a high school basketball game. But that's that. Now, this pharmacy was indeed busier than the independent community pharmacy, but the morale of the pharmacists and the technicians was drastically lower at this chain pharmacy. Now, in my independent pharmacy, you would have thought that these people hang out outside of work, like they probably go to church together. You can tell that they have a good relationship. Now, at the chain community pharmacy, it was very, very different. So I could tell that one of her technicians was kind of getting irritated with her because she kept saying, it was Valentine's Day, guys, when I went to this site. And she kept saying, I have a date tonight. I know you don't have a date, but you can come with us if you don't want to be alone. You can come. I know you don't want a third wheel. You don't have a date. Just kept mentioning that this man did not have a date on Valentine's Day in front of two complete strangers. And it got to the point to where he had to excuse himself for like 20 minutes because I just felt like he was going to snap on her. And I really think he wanted to embarrass her in front of us. And that just kind of got me to thinking like when I'm in a leadership position when I'm in that role I do want to have a, a good relationship with my staff but we need to remain professional like I'm not about to be talking about my love life with you know my staff especially in front of you know two complete strangers so I didn't think that was professional at all but I did enjoy my time there I got to do some medication therapy reviews which was really really cool and fun but Overall, if I could decide, you know, right now, which one would I go work at, the independent pharmacy will win for me. Thanks for listening to the Farm Diva Student Pharmacist Edition. Stay tuned for our next exciting episode.